Science chapter 18 and 19 How Hemapant was accepted and blessed Stories of Mr Sathe and Mrs Deshmukh Encouraging good thoughts to fruition Variety in Updesh teachings regarding slender and remuneration for labor In the last two chapters Hemapant described how a rich gentleman aspiring for a quick brahmagnan was treated by baba and now in this two chapters he described how hemapant himself was accepted and blessed by baba how baba encouraged good thoughts and fructified them and his teachings regarding self improvement slender and remuneration for labor preliminary it is well known fact that Sadguru looks first to the qualification of his disciples and then gives them suitable instructions without unsettling their minds in the least and leads them on towards the goal of self-realization. In this respect, some say that what the Sadguru teaches or instructs should not be divulged to others. They think that their instructions because become useless if they are published. This is not correct. the sadguru is like a monsoon cloud he pours down profusely that is scatters widely his nectar like teachings this we should enjoy assimilate to our hearts contact and then serve others with them without any reservation this rule should apply not only to what he teaches in our waking state but to the visions he give us in our dreams to quote an instance baudhik kush kaushik rishi published his celebrated ram raksha stotra which he had seen in his dream like a loving mother forcing bitter but beneficial medicines down the throats of her children for the sake of their health sai baba imparted spiritual instruction to his devotees his method was not veiled or secret but quite open the devotees who followed his instructions got their object sadgurus like sai baba open our eyes eyes of the intellect and show us the divine beauty of the self and fulfill our tender longings of devotions when this is done our desire for sense objects vanishes twin fruits of vivek discrimination and vairagya dispassion and non attachment come to our hands and knowledge sprouts up even in sleep all this we get when we come in contact with saints sadguru serve them and secure their love the lord who fulfills the desires of his devotees come to our aid removes our troubles and sufferings and make us happy this progress or development is entirely due to the help of the sadguru who is regarded as the lord himself therefore we should always be after the sadguru hear his stories fall, fall at his feet and serve him now we come to our main story mr sathe there was a gentleman named mr sathe who had attained some publicity many years ago during crawford regime which was put down down by lord rie the governor of mumbai he suffered severe losses in trade 
other adverse circumstances gave him much trouble and made him sad and dejected being restless he thought of leaving home and going out to a distant place man does not generally think of god but when difficulties and calamities overtake him he turns to him and prays for relief if his merits have come to an end god arranges his meeting with a saint who gives him proper directions regarding his welfare mr sate had similar experience his friends advised him to go to shirdi where so many people were flocking to get sai baba's darshan for getting peace of mind and satisfaction of their wants he liked the idea and at once came to shirdi in 1917 seeing baba's form which was like eternal brahma self luminous peerless and pure his mind lost his restlessness and became calm and composed he thought that it was the accumulation of merits in the past or former birth that brought him to the holy feet of baba he was a man of strong will he at once started to make pranayan parayan study of guru charitra when the reading was finished in sapta that is 7 days baba gave him a vision that night it was to this effect baba with guru charitra in his hand was explaining its content to mr sate who was sitting in the front listening carefully when he woke up he remembered the dream and felt very happy he thought that it was extremely kind of baba who awakens souls like this that are snoring in ignorance and makes them the test the nectar of guru charitra next day he informed kaka saheb dikshit of this vision and requested him to consult sai baba regarding its meaning or significance whether one sapta weeks reading was sufficient or whether he should begin again kaka saheb dikshit when got a suitable opportunity asked baba deva what did you suggest to mr sathe by his this vision whether he should stop or continue the sapta he is a simple devotee his desire should be fulfilled then baba replied he should make one more sapta of the book if the work be studied carefully the devotee will become pure and will be benefited the lord will be pleased and will rescue him from the bondage of mundane existence at this time hemad pant was present there he was shampooing baba's legs when he heard baba's word he thought in his mind what mr sate read for a week only and got a reward and i am reading it for 40 years with no result his seven days stay here becomes fruitful while my 7 years stay from 1910 to 1917 goes for nothing like a chatak bird i am ever waiting for the merciful cloud baba to pour its nectar on me and bless me with his instruction no sooner did this thought cross his mind baba knew it and then and there it was the then and there it was the experience of the bhaktas that baba understood all their thoughts 
and he suppressed the evil thoughts and encouraged the good ones. Reading Hemapan's mind, Baba at once asked him to go to Shama, Madhavra Despande, and get from him rupees 15 as Dakshina. Sit and chit chat with him for a while and then return. Mercy dawned in Baba's mind, so he issued this order. And who could disobey Baba's order? Hemad Pant immediately left the masjid and came to Shama's house. He had just bathed and was wearing a dotar. He came out and asked Hemad Pant, How is it that you are here now? It seems that you have come from masjid. Why do you look so restless and dejected? Why are you alone? Please sit and rest while I shall do my worship and return. In the meanwhile, you please take panbida, leaves and betel nuts and let us then have a pleasant chat. After saying this, he went inside and Hemat Pant sat alone in the veranda. He saw in the window a well-known Marathi book named Nath Bhagwat. This is a commentary by Saint Eknath on 11th Skand chapter of the bigger Sanskrit work, the Bhagwat. At the suggestion or recommendation of Sai Baba, Messrs. Bapu Sahib Joke and Kaka Sahib Dikshit read Bhagwat Gita daily with its Marathi commentary named Bahurata Dipika or Dhyaneshwari, which is a dialogue between Krishna and his friend devotee Arjun and Nath Bhagwat, a dialogue between Krishna and his servant devotee Uddhav and also Eknath's other big work with Bhavarth Ramayan. When devotees came to Baba and asked him certain questions, he sometimes answered them in part and asked them to go and listen to the readings of above mentioned works, which are the main treaties of Bhagavad Dharma. When the devotees went and listened, they got full and satisfactory replies of their questions to the Baba. Hemant Pant also read daily some portions of Nath Bhagavad. That day he did not complete the daily portion of his reading, but had left it unfinished in order to accompany certain devotees who were going to the masjid. When he took up the book from Shama's window and casually opened it, he found to his surprise that the unfinished portion opened up. He thought that Baba had sent him very kindly to Shama's house for enabling him to complete his daily reading. So, he went through the unfinished portion and completed it. As soon as this was over, Shama doing his worship came out and the following conversation takes place between them, took place between them. Hemad Pant, I have come with a message from Baba. He has asked me to return with rupees 15 as Dakshina from you. Also to sit with you for a while and have a pleasant chit chat and then return to masjid with you. Shama with surprise, I have no money to give. Take my 15 namaskars prostration of rupees as Dakshina to Baba. Hemapan, all right, your namaskars are accepted. Now let us have some chit chat. Tell me some stories of Leelas of Baba, which will destroy our scenes. Shama, 
then sit here for a while wonderful is the spot of the leela of god baba you know it already i am a village rustic while you are an enlightened citizen you have seen more leelas since you are coming over here how should i describe them before you well take the sleeves betel nut and chuna and have the pan bida while i go in dress myself and come out in few minutes shama came out and sat talking with hemant pant he said the leela of this god baba is inscrutable there is no end to his leelas who can see them he plays or sports with his leelas still he is beyond unaffected by them what do we rustics know why does not baba himself tell stories why does he send learned men like you to fools like me his ways are inconceivable i can only say that they are not human with this preface shama added i now remember a story we which i shall relate to you i know it personally as a devotee is resolute and determined so is baba's immediate response sometimes baba puts the devotees to severe test and then gives them updesh instructions as soon as ahmed pand heard the word updesh a flash of lightning crossed his mind he at once remembered the story of mr sathe's guru charitra reading and the thought that baba might have sent him to shama in order to give peace to his restless mind however he curbed his feeling and began to listen to shama's story they all showed how kind and affectionate baba was to his devotees hemapan began to feel joy in hearing all this then shama began to tell the following story mrs radhabai deshmukh there was an old woman by name radhabai she was the mother of kaka saheb deshmukh hearing baba's fame she came to shirdi with the people of sangemar she took baba's darshan and was much satisfied she loved baba intimately resolved in her mind that she should accept baba as her guru and take some updesh from him she determined so to fast herself unto that so long as baba did not accept her and give her any updesh or mantra she stayed in her lodging and stopped taking any food or water for 3 days I was frightened by this ordeal of the old woman and interceded with Baba on her behalf. I said, "Deva, what is this you have started? You draw so many persons here. You know that the old lady, she is very obstinate and depends on you. She is resolved to fast unto death if you don't accept and instruct her. If anything worse happens, people will blame you and say that baba did not instruct her and as a consequence she met her death so take some mercy on her bless her and instruct her on seeing her determination baba sent for her and made her change her mind by addressing as follows oh mother why do you have to subject yourself to unnecessary tortures you are my mother i am your child take pity on me and hear me through i tell you my own story which if you listen carefully 
will do you good i had a guru he was a great saint and merciful i served him long very long still he would not blow any mantra into my ears i had keen desire never to leave him but to stay with him serve him at all cost receive some instructions from him but he had his own way he first got my head shaved and asked me for two paisa as dakshina i gave them the same at once you may say that as my guru was perfect why should he ask for money and how should he be called desireless the reply is that he never cared for coins what had he had to do with them his two paisa were firm faith and patience or perseverance i gave this two paisas to him and he was pleased <coughs> i resorted to my guru for 12 years he brought me up there was no dearth of food and clothing he was full of love or say he was love incarnate how can i describe it he loved me most rare is a guru like him when i looked at him he seemed as if he was in deep meditation and then we both were filled with bliss night and day i gazed at him with no thought of hunger and thirst without him i felt restless i had no other subject to meditate upon nor any other thing then my guru to attend he was my sole refuge my mind was always fixed on him this nishtha firm faith is one paisa of dakshina saburi patience or preservation is other paisa i waited patiently and served my guru this saburi will ferry you across the sea of this mundane existence saburi removes all sins and afflictions gets rid of calamities in various ways and cast aside all fear and ultimately gives you success saburi is the mine of virtue consort of good thought nishtha faith and saburi are like twin sisters loving each other very intimately my guru never expected any other thing from me he never neglected me but protected me at all times i lived with him and was sometimes away from him still i never felt the absence of his love he always protected me by his glance just as the tortoise feeds her young ones whether they are near her or away from her on the other side of the bank by her loving glances oh mother my guru never taught me any mantra then how shall i blow any mantra in your ears just remember that guru's totters like loving glances gives us happiness do not try to get mantra or updesh from anybody make me the sole object of your thoughts and actions and you will no doubt attain parmatma spiritual goal of life look at me wholeheartedly and i in turn look at you sitting in this masjid i speak the truth nothing but the truth 
no sadhana or proficiency in six shastras is necessary have faith and confidence in your guru believe that guru is the sole actor or doer blessed is he who knows the greatness of his guru and thinks him to be hari har brahma trimurti incarnate Chapter eighteen nineteen continue. Instructed in this way, the old lady was convinced, and she bowed to Baba and gave up her fast. Hearing the story carefully and attentively, and marking its significance and appropriateness, Hemadvad was most agreeably surprised. On seeing this wonderful lila of Baba, he was moved from the top to toe. He was overflowing with joy. his throat was choked and he was not able to utter a single word shama on seeing him in this condition asked him what is the matter with you why are you so silent how shall i describe the innumerable leelas of baba just at this time the bell in the masjid began to ring proclaiming that the noon worship and aarti ceremony had begun therefore shama and hemant and hurried to the masjid bapu sahib jog had just started the worship women were up in the masjid and men were standing below in the open courtyard and they were all singing the aarti in the chorus to the accompaniment of drums shama went up pulling hemadvant with him he sat to the right of and hemadvant in front of baba on seeing them baba asked hemadvant to give the dakshina brought from shama he replied that shama gave namaskars in lieu of rupees and that he was there in person baba said all right now let me know whether you both had a chit chat and if so tell me all about it that you talked about not minding the sounds of the bell the drum and the chorus songs hemadpand was eager to tell baba what they had talked about and started to narrate it Baba was also anxious to hear and so he left the bolster and leaned forward. Hemant Pant said all they had talked about was very pleasant especially the story of the old lady was most wonderful and that on hearing it he thought that his leela was inexplicable and under the guise of that story he really blessed him. Baba then said wonderful is the story how were you blessed? I would like to know everything in detail from you so tell me all about it then Hemadpan related in full the story which he had heard while little while before and which he had made a lasting impression on his mind hearing this baba was much pleased and asked him did the story strike you and did you catch any significance he replied yes baba the restlessness of my mind has vanished and i have got true peace and rest come to know the true path then baba spoke as follows my method is quite unique remember well this one story and it will be very useful to get the knowledge realization of the self dhyana meditation is necessary if you practice it continuously the vrutti's subtle thoughts will be pacified being quite desireless you should meditate on god who
who is in all the creatures and when the mind is concentrated the goal will be achieved meditate always on my formless nature which is knowledge incarnate consciousness and bliss if you cannot do this meditate on my form from top top to toe as you see here night and day as you go on doing this your vrittis will be single pointed and the distinction between dhyana deta meditator dhyana act of meditation day thing meditated upon will be lost and the meditators will be one with the consciousness and be merged with brahma the mother tortoise is on one bank of the river and her young ones are on the other she gives neither milk nor warmth to them her mere look loving glances give them nutrition the young ones do nothing but remember meditate upon their mother the tortoise glance is to the young ones the only source of sustenance and happiness similar is the relation between the guru and the disciples when baba uttered this words the chorus of aarti songs was over and all cried out loudly in unison victory to our sadguru sai maharaj who is pure consciousness knowledge and bliss dear reader let's imagine that we are at this time standing among the crowd in the masjid and let us join them in this jai jai kar after that ceremony was over prasad was distributed bapu sahib joked forward as usual and after saluting baba gave into his palm a handful of sugar candy baba pushed all this into the hands of ahmad pant and said to him if you take the story to heart and remember it well your state will be sweet as the sugar candy all your desires will be fulfilled and you will be happy hamad pan bowed down to baba and implored do favor me like this bless us and protect me always baba replied hear this story meditate on it and assimilate its spirit then you will always remember and meditate on the lord who will manifest himself to you dear readers Hamad Pan got prasad of sugar candy, and we now get prasad of sugar candy or nectar of the story. Let us drink it to our heart's content, meditate on it, and assimilate it. Be strong and happy by Baba's grace. Amen. Towards the end of the nineteenth chapter, Hamad Pan had dealt with some other matters which are given below. Baba's advice regarding our behavior. The following words of Baba are general welfare and invaluable. If they are kept in mind and acted upon, they will always do you good. Unless there is some relationship or connection, nobody goes anywhere. If any man or creatures comes to you, do not discourteously drive them away, but receive them well and treat them with due respect. Shri Hari God will certainly be pleased if you give water to thirsty bread to the hungry clothes to the naked and your veranda to strangers for resting if anybody wants any money from you and you are not inclined to give 
do not give but do not bark at him like a dog let anybody speak hundreds of things against you do not resent by giving any bitter reply if you tolerate such things you will certainly be happy let the world go topsy turvy you remain where you are standing in your own place look on calmly at the show of all things passing before you demolish the wall of difference that separates you from me and then the road of our meeting will be clear and open the sense of differentiation as i and thou is the barrier that keeps us away from the disciple from his master and unless that is destroyed the strait of union is not possible allah malik god is the sole proprietor nobody else is our protector his method of work is extraordinary invaluable inscrutable his will will be done and he will show us the way and satisfy our heart's desire it is on the account of renabund former relationship that we have come together let us love and serve other and be happy he who attains the supreme goal of life is immortal and happy all others merely exist that is live so long as they breathe encouraging good thoughts to fruition it is interesting to note how sai baba encourage good thoughts you have to surrender yourself completely to him with love and devotion and then you'll see how he helps you throughout some saints has said when you get a good thought immediately after waking from sleep and if you develop the same afterwards during the day your intellect will be unfolded and your mind will attain calmness hemant pan wanted to try this one wednesday night before going to bed he thought tomorrow is thursday an auspicious day and the place will be so holy so let me pass the whole day in remembering and celebrating ram nam and then he slept off next morning when he got up he remembered without any effort the name of ram and was much pleased after finishing his morning duties he went to see baba with flowers when he left dikshitwada and was passing by buttiwada which is present samadhi mandir he heard a beautiful song that was being sung nicely by one arangabad kar in masjid before baba the song was group guru krupanu payo mere bhai etc by eknath which he says he got kolaram in the form of his guru grace which opened his vision and made him see ram in and out in sleep dream and waking state and everywhere there were so many songs but why was this song particularly chosen by aurangabadkar a devotee of baba is this not a curious coincidence arranged by baba to amplify the determination of hemapan to sing unceasingly the ramnam during the day all saints agree and lay stress upon the efficacy of uttering ram's god's name in fulfilling the ambitions of bhaktas and protecting and saving them from all calamities variety in updesh slanderer condemned sai baba required no special place nor any special time for giving instructions whenever any occasion demanded he gave them freely 
Once it so happened that the Bhaktav Baba revived, revealed someone behind his back before other people. Leaving aside merits, he dwelt on the faults of his brother and spoke so sarcastically that the hearers were disgusted. Generally, we see that people have tendency to scandalize others unnecessarily, and this brings on ill feelings. Saints see scandal in another, another light. They say that there are various ways of cleansing or removing dirt by means of water and soap, etc. But the scandal monger has got a way of his own. He removes the dirt, faults of others by his tongue. So in a way, he obliges the person whom he reveals and for this he is to be thanked. Sai Baba had his own method of correcting the scandal monger. He knew by his omniscience that what the slanderer had done and what he meant him at noon near the landi. Baba pointed out to him a pig that was eating filled near the fence and said to him, Behold, how with what relish it is gulping filth. Your conduct is similar. You go on reviving your own brethren to your heart's content. After performing many deeds of merit, you are born as a human. And if you act like this, how can Shirdi help you in any way? Needless to say, the Bhakta took the lesson on his heart and went away. In this way, Baba went on giving instructions whenever necessary. If these are born in our minds and acted upon, the spiritual goal is not far off. There is a proverb which says, if there be my holy Lord, he will feed me on my cot. This proverb is only true in respect of food and clothing. But if anyone believing this sits idle and does nothing in spiritual matters, he will be ruined. One has to exert himself to his utmost for attaining self-realization. The more he endures, the better for him. Baba said, he was omnipresent, transcending land, air, world, light and heaven, and that he was not localized. To remove the misunderstanding of those who thought that Baba was only his, his body, three cubits and half a length, he incarnate himself in this form. And if devotee meditated on him day and night with complete self-surrender, he experienced complete union with him like sweetness and sugar, waves and sea, eye and its sight. He who wants to get rid of the cycle of births and that should lead a righteous life with his mind calm and composed. He should not speak harshly to anyone so as to hurt him. He should always engage himself in good action, should do his duties and surrender himself heart and soul to him. He need not be afraid of anything. He who trusts him entirely hears and expounds his leelas, does not think of anything else, is sure to attain self-realization. <coughs> Baba asked many to remember his name and to surrender to him, but to those who wanted to know who they were, who am I, 
he advised shravan study and manan contemplation to some he advised to some he advised remembering god's name to others hearing his leelas to some worship of his feet to others reading and studying adhyatman ramayan dhyaneshwari and other script scared sacred scriptures some he made sit near his feet some he sent to khandoba's temple and some he advised the repetition of the thousand name of vishnu and some the study of chand yoga upanishad and gita there was neither any limit nor any restriction to his instructions he gave in person or by visions and dreams to and dreams to someone addicted to drink he appeared in his dream and sat on his chest pressed it and left him after he gave a promise not to touch liquor any more to some he explained some mantras like guru brahma in dreams to some devotee who was practicing hatha yoga he sent the word that he should leave off the hatha yoga practice sit quietly and wait saburi it is impossible to describe all his ways and methods in ordinary worldly leanings he set examples by his actions one of which is given below remuneration or for labor one day at noon baba came near radhakrishna mai's house and said bring me a ladder some men brought it and set it against the wall of a house as directed by baba he climbed up the roof of vaman gandokar house passed over to the roof of radhakrishna mai's house and then got down from the other corner what object baba had none could know radhakrishna mai was at that time shivering with malaria it may be to drive off that fever that he may have gone up there immediately after getting down baba paid 2 rupees baba paid 2 rupees to the persons who brought the ladder somebody asked baba why he paid so much for this he replied that nobody should take the labor of others in vain the worker should be paid his dues promptly and liberally if the principle taught by baba be followed that is if the remuneration of for labor be paid promptly and satisfactorily the laborers will turn out better and both the laborers and their employers will be profited bow to shri sai peace to all jai sai